Now may God continue to lift your eyes and lift your understanding that you may be able to peer in and understand the mysteries of the kingdom and be conscious of the kingdom, amen, every day in the name of Jesus. May the eye, may his eyes give you insight for his word and a heart of passion to study his word and an obedience to walk in boldness and apply his word so that we're not just hearers of the word, amen, but we're doers in the name of Jesus. We're going back to where we were on last week, the uh, Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 5, and we're going to read, amen, verse 12 through 42. I do realize it's a, a lengthy portion of Scripture, but it's, this is Bible study, and this is what this platform is, is for. It, amen. And it behooves us as ministers of the gospel to be able to put together a full thought in the Word of God. And sometimes we're hasty and working on that thought because of time and because of different things that we're in a hurry now to uh, get past that, to read the scripture, amen. But it is necessary that not only do we spend time in the assigned text, but also being able to review so that uh, we can do, we do it efficient enough, but at the same time, uh, effective enough where we can understand the storyline. We cannot apply it if we can't remember it. Can't apply it if you can't remember it. Acts the fifth chapter, verse 12 through 42. In addition to that, 1 Peter, amen, chapter 4, verse 12 through 19, both in the New King James Version of the Bible. We're going to be adding to that several other places as well as we go along, being Matthew 28 and Mark 16, amen, but uh, we'll add that as we go along. So the two places that we're all right now is out of Acts 5, 12 through 42, and 1 Peter 4, verse 12 through 19, both in the New King James Version. We're going back to the thought that we started on last week. Amen. I can take a beating. Praise God. I can take a beating. This is a just a statement, amen, of being able to suffer and be glad to suffer for the name of Christ. Amen. Being willing and able to suffer, glad to suffer for the name of the Lord. Amen. Acts 5 and 12 says, And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all in one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. Glory to God. And the believers were exceedingly added to the Lord. Amen. The multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and on couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by may fall on some of them. What a power. Verse 16, also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing the sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Amen. Then the high priest arose, rose up, and all of those who were with him, which is of the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation. They laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But at night, an angel of the Lord, thank you, Lord, opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Go stand in the temple Amen. Go back to where you were. Speak to the people all the words of this life. 
Hallelujah. And when they had heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and they taught. Look at God. But the high priest and those with them came and called the council together and all the elders and the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came and did not find them in the prison, they, re they returned and reported saying, indeed, we have found, we found the prison shut securely. The guards are standing outside before the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Look at the Lord. Now, when the high priest and the captain of the temple and the chief priest heard these things, they wondered what would, uh, over what the outcome would be. So uh, one came and told them, saying, Look, the men who were you put in the prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. The men that you put in prison have been supernaturally delivered, and they're gone right back to where you threatened them not to be. They're in the temple, and they are teaching the people. Then the captains went to the offices and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should be stoned. Verse 27, and when they had brought them, they set them before the council. The high priest asked them, saying, did we not, did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And they, and look, you have filled Jerusalem with all of your doctrine and, and intend to bring this man's blood on us. You're accusing us for murder. <laughs> Verse 29, then Peter and the other apostles and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. The God of our fathers, who raised Jesus from the, uh, who raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on the tree. Him, God has exalted to the, his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sin. And we are witnesses to these things. And, and so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and they plotted to kill them. And then uh, one, one in the council stood up, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in respect by all people and commanded them to put the apostles outside for a little while. Verse 35, and he said to them, men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do regardless, regarding these men. For some time ago, Theodos, Theobos rose up, claiming to be somebody. A number of men, about 400, followed, joined him. He was slain, and all who obeyed him were scattered and came to nothing. After, amen, this, after this, this man, Judas of Galilee, rose up in, the, in those days of the census and drew many people away after him. He also perished. And all who obeyed him dispersed. And now I say to you, keep away from these men. Amen. And let them alone. For if this plan, amen, or, or this work is of man, it'll come to nothing. But if it is of God, you cannot overthrow it. But if it's of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest you even be found to fight against God. If it's God, 
You can't overthrow it. Amen. You're going to be kicking against the gourd of the prick. Verse 40, and they agreed with him. And when they had called the apostles and beat them, ah, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus. Amen. Then they let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer. Amen. Shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in houses, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. That's important. Jesus as the Christ. This one that you have crucified. This one that you have rejected. The prince of life. The just one. Amen. The one foretold of the prophets in the Old Testament. This one is of uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob. This is the same one. He is the Christ. He's the one you've been waiting on. One that's been prophesied. There is no uh, none other you're waiting on. Amen. They preached him as the Christ. This term is filled in uh, the book of Acts. Praise God that they're teaching in Acts. Amen. All the way to the end. Acts 28 by Paul. Amen. Convincing Herod. Convincing Amen. Uh, many, uh, the council of the Romans, that Jesus is the Christ. Amen. The, amen. Jesus of Nazareth is the Christ. He is the one. Amen. Many wanted to try to dismiss him. However, they proved in the scripture the timing, the fulfilling of the text that this Jesus, amen, he was the Christ. That's important to understand. First Peter 4, thank you, Lord. 1 Peter 4, 12 through 19 says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning these fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you are partakers of Christ's suffering. You are partakers of Christ's suffering. That when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rest on you. If you are reproached, if you are reproached, if you're insulted, if you're reviled, talk bad upon, amen, for the name of Christ, blessed are you. For the spirit of glory and of God rest upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but upon your part, he's glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, as a thief, as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Amen. Mind your own business. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for the judgment to begin at the house of the Lord. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their soul to him in doing good as the, to a faithful creator. Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their soul to him, amen, in doing good as a faithful creator. Praise the name of the Lord. That's our basis for the scripture for what we have on uh, tonight. Glory to God. Amen. Again, amen. I can take a beating. 
the scripture says, and this always shocked me out of Acts 5, amen, uh, and verse 40, they says, uh, verse 41, so they departed from the presence of the council rejoicing, glory to God, uh, that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for the name of Christ. Amen. They had beat them. They praise God. Verse 40, they beat them. They didn't leave downtrodden. They didn't leave the presence saying, let's go hide and, you know, lick our wounds, so to speak. They didn't leave like that. They left from the presence of the council after being beat on to continue what the Lord had told them to do. Amen. The gospel of Matthew and the gospel of Mark. Amen. They went back to fulfill the call of God on their life. They said to them, amen, uh, we rather obey God than man. Praise God. So they're intimidating. They're threatening. They, as, as it were in the text called, putting their hands on them. And all of the rough physical treatment that they received from the religious folks, and this is the craziest thing about it, amen, these were so-called high priests and Sadducees and religious folks who did not believe nor have the Holy Ghost, amen, this is where the treatment came from. This is where the treatment came from. These were not outsiders, amen. And so this is a continuum of the principle that we see placed in motion in Genesis 4 and while Cain killed Abel, amen. He chose what God was not receiving, and as a result, he was not accepted, amen. Abel, by faith, offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. John, first John said, why did Cain kill Abel? Because his deeds, amen, was evil and his brother righteous. So this matter is a continuum of the principle that started, amen, the, uh, that's first mentioned, amen, that it started in Acts, I mean, Genesis 4. It's just a continuum of that uh, fleshly spiritual saga that's going on and yet still, amen, persists today, amen, uh, as we are, you know, right now. Glory to God. When you look at the book of Acts, uh, it's such a book of transition. Without Acts, and I, I have to deal with a little more of this on next week. Without Acts, there's no reference to the spread of the gospel. Without the book of Acts, amen, doesn't tell us, amen, where this Paul or Saul of Tarsus came from. Amen. The cities that's mentioned in epistles like Ephesians, where does Ephesus come from? Philippi mainly. Who are these Philippians? Collage. The, amen, how did the book of Colossians come about? All of these things are mentioned in the historical aspect of the book of Acts. Amen. And how did the gospel transition, chiefly the main point from the Jew to the Gentile? Amen. How did that come about? What transition took place to where now that emphasis has been inclusive? Now the teaching, the filling with the Holy Spirit, amen, has included those uh, that God had already prophesied in the Old Testament that will receive the gospel, the Gentiles, those that, are with, with those that were without. Amen. So this is the thing that you see in the book of Acts. When you start reading the saga that we're dealing with, it starts in Acts 3, amen, extends to Acts 4 and 5. Acts chapter 6 changes momentum, starts dealing with the need for deacons, 
amen, so that the apostles would stay the word of God in prayer. Chapter 7 and 8 and 9, we're talking about a shift. Praise God. So when you read this, we study Acts 3, 4, and 5 together. Because it's Acts 3 that this lame man at the gate called Beautiful was healed. It's this, it's this man that Peter, amen, and uh, John, praise God, tells him, silver and gold we do not have, but what we do have we give to you in the name of Jesus and of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Amen. And they took him by his hand. He leaped up and stood his feet and ankle bone received strength. He was walking and leaping and praising God, went into the temple, a man who had never known the mobility, never known, amen, because he was wound, he was lame, according to verse 2, from his mother's womb. This is what started the saga. This is what started the issues. Amen. And when uh, the people saw it, they thought that they were some type of God. They looked, Peter says, amen, what you looking at us for like that? Amen. And this Jesus that was crucified, this, 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 this prince of life that you've rejected, it's him that has given this man this soundness. Amen. So that all of that created this rage. All of that created this, uh, according to the word, indignation from the Sadducees and Pharisees and all of these religious folks because they was preaching about the resurrection from the dead. When the Sadducees did not believe in the, a, uh, the resurrection of the dead. Amen. So the whole saga, the whole issue that we see in Acts 3, 4, and 5 is the results of, amen, the healing that took place in Acts 3 at a gate called Beautiful. Glory to God. Amen. So the first part of their uh, insistence that they don't speak in his name was just a matter of intimidation. It was a matter of just threatening them. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, but since they didn't obey, they wanted to take it to the next level. Praise God. Uh, and because they had with them enough evidence that they could not Glory to God. They could not deny it. They could not deny what had taken place. Amen. Uh, uh, according to Acts 4, verse 18. Amen. Starting at verse 18 and 19. Uh, and so they were trying to get rid of them, but they couldn't get rid of them because they had too much evidence. And so uh, the only reason, way, the only real way to really, really get rid of them, we got to kill them. This is akin to uh, Lazarus. Same way with Jesus and Lazarus, amen, in John 11, praise God, they were intending to kill Lazarus. They plotted to kill Jesus. And from that point on, in John 11, he could not enter into public affairs because, amen, they were looking to kill him, but his hour had not come. Praise the name of the Lord, amen. It's amazing what the wicked does. It's amazing what the wicked has in their mind. Praise the name of the Lord. But if you keep reading, what you're going to find out in Acts 4 and 23, amen, is, is really interesting because Acts 4 and 23 says, amen, that uh, they reported what happened to their companions. Praise God. Verse 23, it says, and being let go, they went to their own companions reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they had heard that, they raised their voices 
amen, to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David said, why do nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? Kings of the earth took their stands and rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Amen. For truly against your holy servant, verse 27, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand has purposed and determined a glory to God before to be done. Now, now, Lord, uh, look at their hearts and grant your servant that will, with all boldness, that they may speak your word, amen, by stretching out your hand to heal. And these signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken, and all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Amen. In the book of, of the book of Acts, every time there was a, a hit, every time there was amen, an, an, an attempt to stop the gospel, it only served amen, as a springboard to catapult the kingdom and amen to wider places and to greater power. Every time there was violence, every time there was something that, that uh, a man thought that they could stop the gospel, it only served, glory to God, as a place of praise, a place to spread the gospel, amen, a place where the power of God was demonstrated the more. Every time suffering happened to the people of God, God used it as a means to, amen, cause praise, a means, glory to God, for his name to be glorified in praise, a means for the word to go out and the, the disciples, the number of disciples increase. Glory to God. Every time the enemy gave his best, it only served to splash. <laughs> Glory, to scatter the word. It only served to heighten or increase the anointing on their life. It only served as a, uh, to give a greater report and the name of God was lifted high. Hallelujah. Amen. So beloved, before we cry, wait to get God's response. Before, amen, we suffer, glory to God, just know that there's more, there's greater after this, there will be glory after this. Every in the book of Acts, every time you see great suffering, you see great glory. In the book of Acts, you got to get this. Every time you saw great suffering, you saw great glory. Every time the enemy gave his best, God sometimes it seems like to me, let the enemy go first. That would it seem like. It seems like to me, God allowed the enemy to go first. And then afterwards, a man, he comes and leave a blessing behind. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're going through. I hear this in the spirit right now. Amen. Sometimes God allowed the devil to go first. Hallelujah. But because there will be glory after this. There will be more blessings after this. There will be greater power in your life after this. There will be greater influence because of this. The word will spread further because of this. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you, Lord. 
Uh, I think historically, in our own history, every time supremacists has dealt what they call a death blow, it only served to spread the cause. Amen. Emmett Till only served to spread the cause. George Floyd only served to spread the cause. Amen. There will be glory after this. So whatever is happening in your life, uh, my times, man, I hear God. My times are in his hand. And God is not allowing anything in your life that's not going to eventually, if we play it right, bring him glory. Amen. First Peter 4 and said, think it not strange. <laughs> Amen. Don't consider it strange concerning these fiery trials, which is to try you, though some strange thing has happened unto you. Amen. No, no. We want to know him in his power of his resurrection and also in the fellowship of his suffering. No, we just can't walk in, amen, as the psalmist would say, must Jesus bear this cross alone and all the world go free. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. We're excited about the power of his resurrection. Amen, we're excited about all of that. But we also got to bear in mind, amen, we're not just called according to Philippians, amen, the end of chapter one, to believe on the name of the Lord. We're also called to suffer for his name's sake. Glory to God, amen. And we're assigned by the Lord in the Great Commission in Acts 28 to go out, praise God, amen. I want to show you this. <laughs> Glory, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to show you, show you this out of Acts 28 and uh, 16 through 20. Got to show you this. This is what we call the Great Commission, amen. Got to get this in your spirit. Amen. You got, we got to read Acts 16 and 17 and not just skip down to verse 18, 18. When you skip down to verse 18, it starts by saying, and Jesus spoke these, came and spoke these, uh, spoke to them saying, all authority, amen, has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. This is the thing that the Peter and the disciples says, we ought to obey God than man. We've been given our commission. Your stripes won't stop us from fulfilling our commission. Glory to God. But in verse 16, it says, the 11 disciples went into Galilee and to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, and but some doubted. They went to an appointed place, and there in that appointed place was an assigned word. You better talk, Bogus. In that appointed place, at the appointed time, was an assigned word. Amen. It's possible if you're not at the appointed place, at the appointed time, you can miss the assigned word. Amen. Verse 18 is key. Because it says, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. Amen. Let's stop right there. Jesus says, all authority is given to me. So whatever we run into when we go, amen, and make disciples, whatever we run into, whatever sickness, whatever demon, whatever conflict, whatever naysayer we run into, amen, we have the confidence of knowing that we're connected with him and all authority has been given to him in heaven and earth. There's nothing we can run up on in our assignment that, amen, uh, 
Christ don't already have the victory over. Say it again. There's nothing we can run it up on. No demon, no sickness, amen, that he has not already, no teaching that he has not already have all the authority over. All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth, amen. So when I go and make disciples and I'm baptizing and teaching all of this, I have the, I have the assurance of knowing that he's with us always. And there's nothing, glory to God, that we can get into he can't get us out of. Hallelujah. In the highest, in the name of Jesus. Mark gospel says something to this effect. In verse 14, later he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those he had, he had seen him after he had been arisen. And he said to them, go into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. And he, he who believes is baptized will be saved. And he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Uh, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues and they will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, hallelujah, it will not by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. This is part of the uh, commission out of Mark's gospel, which is connects with the gospel according to Matthew. Praise the name of the Lord. This is our commission. The disciple says, we got, we got a command. We have a charge. And we're not going to allow you, and this is what we're talking tonight, allow you, you're threatened or you're beaten to stop us. We're not going to allow you, all of your breathing, your threatening, your cruelty, your Jezebel spirit, all of that, we're gonna, not going to allow any of that to stop us. We've been given marching orders. I got a charge to keep and a God to serve. Amen. We're going to obey God rather than you. Do all the beating you want to. Amen. We still got a charge to keep and a God to serve. You got to get this in your spirit. Amen. We're not just here on the earth as ambassadors of Christ to demonstrate the power. We are here to suffer for the name of the cause of, the, of Christ. Amen. And there will be glory after this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There will be glory. So let them revile you. Let them talk about you. Let them call you out of your name. Amen. Let them, amen, uh, reject you. Amen. And throw you out of their little, little friend group and unfriend you. Amen. But rejoice to the extent that Christ's glory rests upon you. Rejoice. Praise God. Rejoice. Rejoice knowing that you are his. Rejoice knowing, amen, that you are partakers of the suffering. You also were going to be partakers of the glory that will be revealed. And amen. Be glad with exceeding joy. Praise God. But if you, if you are reproached for the name of Christ, you're blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I'm saying this because I want to equip your mind. I'm saying this because I want to equip. I feel led to equip your heart. Amen. As believers, we will suffer persecution. As believers, we will suffer hard times. As believers, we will have sicknesses. Praise God. But glory to God, our assignment is still yes and amen. Amen. Our assignment is still yes and amen. They were beaten, but they went back. They had the boldness to go back to the same place 
and preached the same message, praise God, didn't go back and hide, go back and be scared and fear, close the door, say, oh my, and lick their wounds. They went right back, according to the angel of God, they went back to the temple and kept teaching. Amen. The question is, can you take a beating and still go back? Can you take a talking about? Can you take, amen, them unfriending you, not wanting to be around you anymore? Amen. And still do the work of God. This is the thing that's on us. This is the thing that's before us today. Let us gird up the loins of our minds. Let us gird up the loins of our mind. Let us gird up the loins of our mind. Make ready to suffer for the name of Christ. For this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Let us stand boldly as Peter stood. Let us stand with the conviction and declare this word of life. Amen. Uncompromised. I won't turn around. Amen. Because I got a charge to keep and I got a God to serve. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessings to you tonight. Let this word go down in your heart. Let it go down in your spirit. Amen. And, let, and allow the Lord to give you strength. And let it feed you in the days to come. Praise the name of the Lord. May the Holy Spirit bring it to your remembrance when the time comes so that you may stand firm in it and may, may be your portion in your bread as you journey in the Lord. Father, I thank you right now for what you're doing in us, for us, and through us. Thank you for the name of Christ for which we believe Amen. We receive, we rejoice in the power also in the fellowship of the suffering. Teach it to stand firm and walk circumspectly as to please you. In your name, God, be glorified amongst us. Amen. And amongst the heathens. We give you praise for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, 